0: Hi, I'm Dan, I'm here with my good friend and all-round NFL aficionado G, and this is episode six of the Wrong Football NFL Podcast.
1: What a old chap. <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us again this week. It's uh, it's well, it's draft day in our uh, in our in our draft uh, NFL uh, dynasty draft league. So uh, it's it's moving along at a at a blistering pace to this point. We're at, uh, <laughs> uh, hang on, I'm just uh, to carry the six. Uh, we're at two picks uh, so, so far.
1: Um, yes. How am am confident how how confident, are, how confident are, am I in my fantasy strategy? It says here in the notes. Um, I don't know yet. I haven't ha- got had to execute it. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure. I'm confident that we're going to have a draft completed by the first game. So uh, we we'll
1: <laughs> we had a stray who was slow responding. So I, I, I'm hopeful that things will pick up. You know, you important so. stretch of a draft of myself, yourself, and um, uh, Adam, who has already been in contact with me and was <laughs> suggesting that we skip for guy who nobody knew who yeah. I'd already skipped. Yeah. So you know, things are going right. to pick up. Have no fear. If you're, li-
0: if you're listening to this and you're still in the uh, in the draft. And you're listening to this when it's released on Thursday in two days' time, then get a bloody move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Language, <laughs> <We're>, Timothy.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, we're all uh, we're all getting ready for uh, for Podemania, which on Saturday we'll talk a bit more about that uh, in a second. But uh, yeah, first let's uh, let's go on to the news. Um, as we have every week, we'll uh, we'll start by uh, by looking at Hard Knocks, shall we? Uh, episode three was this week. It was uh, we're, we're finally starting to see some uh, some players getting back into pads.
1: Yes and and they were very happy about that too.
0: Weren't they just? Yeah they were they were, they were absolutely itching at the beginning of the uh, episode to get uh, to get back into pads which uh, was Good to see. It was there. Uh, there was some some quite sort of interesting points on uh, on this week. I think it was it was quite interesting. I, I thought to see Chris Harris Junior. Uh, join the join the, uh, the the charges from the Broncos, uh, and he obviously used to play against them twice twice a year. Um, was a, quite a rival of Keenan Allen, so uh, it's it's quite interesting to see how they get. And I think that the term that the uh, the uh, voiceover used was "iron sharpens iron." I quite like that. I quite like that idea.
1: Yeah, and um, it was quite fun seeing them having a battle, although um, only one of them tripped over. (laughs) Yes, yeah. But um, the thing about corners is you have to sort of, like, have that kind of forget-the-last-play... I'm still awesome confidence to to hold yeah, up the yeah. position. It's not it's not a position for shrinking violets. Let's say that. So um, it, it was certainly it was certainly a good battle, and I suspect that they will be helping each other out through the season by keeping each other sharp. So yeah, oh,
0: I certainly would have thought so. I would have thought so. We got to see the uh, the first uh, inside of of the SoFi Stadium as well, didn't we? It was quite a it's a it's a amazing new stadium. I love that. I, I think. I think more and more teams are going to start as they build new stadiums, having the, the sort of halo screen. Which, but I love that. I absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, it looks good. I mean, we've seen a few shots of, of, of the Raiders' um, new stadium, and, and, but I don't remember anything quite like, like that with that mm. halo screen. But um, yeah, it looked lovely. And obviously all the players were... Very, um, were very keen on it, and they were smart oh. enough not to call it the Death Star, which is what the Raiders did, and we all know what happened to that across two films.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> the, the, question I, the question I have, though, looking at the size of it, it is an absolutely huge stadium. The Chargers and the Rams—I'm not sure if they both set if they both put their their sets of fans. If if, if one played the other, and they were both there filling the stadium at the same
1: time, do you reckon they'd ever fill it? Well, here's the thing. On the one side, because they share the stadium, I don't know, because it's, like, um, it's not quite the same 50-50 split, and obviously there's not the segregation that needs to happen in football over no. in the States. So it's not quite the same with ticketing. But the short answer is I can see the Rams, if they are successful, given that there is a historic tie to LA um, for the Rams, then they do seem to have fans, and you know they were getting support at the Coliseum, and it's going to be a much nicer place to go the Chargers are really struggling for fans and weren't even filling, you know, like the small 20,000 soccer stadium they were playing in, so... Um, you know, I, I genuinely have concerns for the long-term viability of the, of the um, charges in LA. So, which is a shame because they're putting together a, a really good team, and I like Anthony Lynn as a coach. But I'm just, you know, beginning to worry mightily about the, how the business of this is, works out. Which is why there was some discussion, I think, in the off-season before COVID really hit, or at the back end of last year, about the sort of London charges. Mm.
0: Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. It was. Uh, yeah, that was something that was uh, was relatively relatively loud at the time. But I haven't sort of. Obviously, it's, uh, that that sort of went away when they announced that they were going to L.A. But yeah, I think, yes, I think there was right. also. I think they've got some, um, they some work to do.
1: Yeah, the owner was, I believe, very vehement on his opinions. <laughs>
0: Yes, well, I think most of Mar I think they I think they're all slightly cautious about annoying their their current fan bases and saying, yeah, of course we of course we're going to move across the uh, the other side of the world.
1: But yeah, it's it's just an odd position and it's not that I don't think that the Chargers, oh, sorry, that the LA could support two teams, but I'm just not sure that the Chargers are the right second team. I mean, it still seems yeah. sad that they left San Diego, but um, we shall have Be fair, to- when they
0: were in, when they were in, when they were in San Diego most of their i think i can't, I can't remember the figure but i remember seeing that the the majority of their season ticket holders were coming from LA anyway so i don't know
1: i don't know because they've not been coming back the other way so it, it doesn't seem yeah. to have worked out at all it's possibly not we're in danger of waffling here but yeah it, it's a strange <laughs> one <laughs>
0: Well, uh, there was there was very little talk of COVID on this this week. There was no uh, no players, no no coaches, anything like that who'd uh, who who'd tested positive, which is a great thing. Uh, really good to see that the bubbles that they're that they're creating seem to be working. Um, there was a there was a little cameo, wasn't there, from Brett Favre?
1: Yeah, it was sort of like up pops Papa Favre as he called himself. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, yeah, and you it was, know uh, good to see him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you're sort of, you know, setting up the the linebacker seventh round pick that you hope he makes for the team and who knows if he does. Particularly as um, he was saying fudge a lot as missing tackles. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's such a strange situation for anybody at the bottom of that roster to be in, in that they haven't got the games to make their names. And, you know, it's always a battle for reps, but even more so at the moment, it, it, it's hard to have that breakout moment in the game when you aren't playing games.
0: Mm. Well, uh, slightly slightly different question of the week this week. No, uh, no mention of the Portillo, but uh, slightly question, uh, slightly different question this week is: uh, How dangerous do you think it is to play with a toothpick in your mouth?
1: I just <laughs> do not understand how, in this age of health and safety.
0: Yeah, so just, just worried just a bit about of background concussions because you
1: know, it, it, yeah. Take it away, please explain. Yeah,
0: yeah. The background on this is I, I can't remember who the player was. One of the Rams players um, who's, who's always he showed got a, a toothpick in his mouth whether he's whether he's training whether he's got his mask on uh he's doing his his best razor ramon impression he's always got a uh, a toothpick in his mouth it's yeah it's quite uh I, i've got a feeling it, you know i think it's quite a dangerous thing personally
1: yeah and bearing in mind that i believe he's a safety and certainly is a hitting position this feels like you know it's not like it's a kicker out there with one it, it, it yeah. yeah it is a decision that's for certain
0: it certainly is. It certainly is. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, to the next uh, piece of news, and this was one that uh, took us a bit, but certainly took me a bit, a little bit by surprise. The Jaguars have released Leonard Fournette. Um, he, their 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 former starting running back, uh, drafted fourth overall in the twenty seventeen draft. He ran for over a th- over one thousand one hundred yards last year. Um, got uh, got catches of, of I think it was just over five hundred yards as well. So. He had a decent season, probably his best season of, of his of his three in the NFL so far. And seemingly out of nowhere, he was cut on Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday or Monday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a really weird one. It's a curious decision, which I was hoping was going to be the link that you were going to use to take, take from our first news point to the second one. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, it's such a strange one because I, I mean, I must admit, I thought it was a slightly odd... Um, Pick at the time um, when he was drafted that high. There were, you know, serious questions about Gardner Minshew, and I think you'll remember that there were two um, somewhat good quarterbacks that were taken in the 2017 yes, draft. Yes, yeah. Um, um, but but it's a real head scratcher because there's been a quote today from the running backs coach uh, was talking about you know how he'd led the way, and but now there was more you know like more scope for the young players, and it's just like it doesn't seem to make sense from a cap point of view. No. I mean I'm not aware of him being particularly difficult this season there's been one or two problems with his maturity and some of the stuff as, uh, from the other year but as you say he had a bounce back year last year um, mm. Yeah, ran for the most yards um, caught for the most yards so it was his most productive year in his third year and we know that um, there's problems with um, running backs getting to the end of their second contract and we'll talk about that in a moment because it, it's sort of like almost like you can find a, find a Um, running back somewhere and so there's a lot of argument Mm. about whether a first round uh, running back is really worth it and sort of Ezekiel Elliott sort of pushed the argument back that maybe it was and you've got Saquon Barkley who is a phenomenal talent but Leonard Fournette always seemed to be that little bit below them and he never quite justified that top pick but you know they've still got him on the rookie. They still got him on the rookie contract, and they could you know pick up his fifth year option. But they've dropped him going into his fourth season. So it, yeah, it, it's a curious one. I can't claim to understand it. I think I saw something like he's on he's on waivers
0: till the end of the day today, and it was, he's going to cost someone this season about four point eight million dollars, which in the grand scheme of things is next to nothing.
1: It certainly I, I, feels I, like it for a thousand yard back.
0: Yeah exactly I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of places I think he could he could land I could I could think of I don't know roughly 31 teams maybe that would perhaps want him
1: what do you where do you think he can he might end up that's really hard to tell particularly with waivers why it really depends on who yeah. puts a claim in for him I mean I'm fairly certain he won't end up with the Bengals because you're busy saying there's 31 other teams but I'm fairly certain mm-hmm. given the extension that um, that's just been announced and when I say just I mean like today uh, about a 4 year extension I'm fairly certain between him Gio Barnard and some of the other um, rookies and young players we've got that the Bengals aren't looking but um, you wonder if one of the other big power running teams Packers Cowboys who knows um Probably not the Cowboys because i have just piled all that money into into Ezekiel Elliott. But you know, I mean, the mm. logical place is Seattle because they just always want to run the ball, despite having one of the best quarterbacks in the in the league.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, it's whatever. Whatever happens, you can guarantee by the time this podcast comes out, it's already happened, and this is this is old news. So uh, yes, yeah. Apologies about that. Anyway, um, we we move on to uh, a slightly more serious and, and and serious topic, and we're going to get a little more political as in the podcast. Uh, sorry about that for uh, people who uh, are not here for, for that kind of thing, but uh, we couldn't really move on this week without without touching on the uh, on on the the boycotts of the games in in the in, in the NBA and whether that potentially could be something you know we, that we that we see uh, in the coming season in the NFL uh, the boycotts following the, the latest uh, police brutality tragedy where um, an un- unarmed black man was, was shot seven times in the back by police and um, it started last I want to say Wednesday or Thursday I think it was Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks um, who, who sat out the a playoff game uh, of the NBA against the Miami Heat in protest do you think it's something that we're likely to see in the NFL this year
1: I don't know. I mean, obviously there has been a lot of um, reaction from players and completely understandably so, but the relations and the power dynamics in the NBA is so different to the NFL. Um, The the NBA is something like a 74% uh, um, majority Black and African American League. they have a much better relationship with their owners. And so when the Bucks took this action and they sort of caught everybody on the hop, the reaction from some of the other teams and players, I think, was a little bit like, like if you'd let us know, we would have stood with you. But the yeah. league very quickly stepped in and um, stopped the other games. They took yeah. a pause and didn't restart for a couple of days until the Saturday. And we've already had earlier in the season sort of the NFL hand forced a bit by um, by the release of the video by the players that the players did earlier and that forced that response from from Goodell the one thing that I would say that maybe is an indication of things to charge is that a number of teams came out and cancelled practices and made statements Um, the Detroit Lions did that very early Um, Mm. there were several other teams who did it Green Bay Packers obviously who are um, in, in Milwaukee and you've also got um Oh, sorry. in Wisconsin. The charges have done it as well. Yeah, Chargers but you've also got well. you've got sort of like the Packers and the Bears both making statements about the disturbing nature of a shooting, and you know there are mm. multiple uh, um, initiatives around around um, um, getting people to vote, getting players registered to vote. That yeah. this seems to be taken more seriously this time, and that's more in keeping with the with the feel of the times. But whether it comes to games depends on the when and if we get another um, incident and sadly um it doesn't feel like this is going to be the last one because we just keep hearing about more and more and we are going to need need some significant changes in policy and tactics and i don't think it's necessarily an american phenomenon entirely we've had british um, police saying that something like this could happen over here except the difference being that um, our police aren't routinely armed or at least not with guns but it's it's I'm hoping that things will change, but I guess the big thing we're waiting for is the result of the election, and that is, you know, November slap bang in the um, in the middle of the season, and you've also got COVID yeah. floating on. So it would not surprise me if we see something happening, but I I, I can't say it's as likely as the NBA are to pull something off.
0: Yeah, how how effective? I mean, obviously, sports is a, is a, is a huge thing. It's a huge, it's a well, it's 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 something that joins people together, and it also it also obviously splits opinion as well. How how effectively do you think uh, this this could be? I, 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 obviously, it's a it's a big thing, and it's a, it's it's obviously a. Um, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of eyes on it, shall we say. So yeah, I mean, it, I, I symbolically
1: it's really helpful, but it, it, yeah. it, 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 it doesn't cause direct action, so, you know, you'll and there are consequences, you only have to see what happened with um, Colin Kaepernick um, if you go back to um, the two US sprinters who did the um, did the Black Power Salute at the Olympics and yes. were ostracised, yeah. as was the Australian who supported them at the time uh, uh, was ostracised afterwards, but Um, given the state of the world you can't say that you know the arc of history bends towards progress because it it just doesn't we've had you know dark times before and you know the response to to um the shooting has been you know a white 17 year old you know driving across to shoot two Mm. protesters we've had more violence trump is going there there today today being tuesday so it's i think it's symbolically powerful and it helps it helps i think bring younger generations together when they're fans it's it's hard to hate somebody as a race when they're your heroes um Agreed. Yeah, you know absolutely. Um, i grew up you know, as a football fan and my favorite footballer as like a 6 year old was rude Hullet. yeah and and so it does a lot but it doesn't it can do a lot and these players can and are doing more and more in their local communities but it can't and nor should it take the position you know take over responsibility from politicians
0: no, agreed. Well, before we uh, we move on as well, I just want to quickly uh, say on behalf of our, of the podcast thoughts with uh, Ryan Tannehill and the Tannehill family as well on uh, a sad week where uh, where where Ryan's uh, mother sadly sadly passed away over the weekend. So uh, yeah, all, uh, all all thoughts going towards uh, towards Ryan and the Tannehill family. Indeed. Indeed. Well, usually here we'd be hounding you to join our uh, fantasy football league but uh, as today is draft day, it's a bit too late for you to do that so instead, because G so hates making bold predictions I've decided uh, I'm going to back you into a corner in this section in the section which I'm going to entitle G's Bold Prediction of the Week I don't know if it'll run, probably not um, So uh, yeah, G, over to you I ask, uh, asked you a couple of days ago to, uh, to uh, have a think about this and
1: uh, yeah, it's time to make your Bold Prediction of the Week uh, for the upcoming season so this is a slightly interesting one for me because we're in pre-season and nothing's happening. So um, it, it's hard to predict That's things why it's like... That's <laughs> Indeed, it's hard to predict things like Leonard Fennett getting cuts. You know, there's very little precursor to that. I'm trying to define the parameters. This is going to be much easier once the game start and I don't mind taking a bit of a swing there. But for now, would something like Josh Rosen is not going to start the, the season on your... Um, on your roster and I think he's going to be traded before the season starts. Does that count as bold? Ooh, that I, I suppose that counts, yeah. Yeah, go on tell
0: us more. What 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 makes you uh, what makes you think that?
1: Well, there's been some talk earlier in the week about how he's been looking good in um preseason. You've got Ryan Fitzpatrick as the veteran to to hold things over. These days I don't yeah. know how many times you carry free quarterbacks and I think Josh Rosen is like he's not really a bad player I just think he needs a chance and he's making the right noises but if you've got Tua as your young up and coming franchise player have you not got one more quarterback than you really need and might be able to get an extra pick which is something that the Dolphins are really interested in
0: that's a good point yeah I, I, I think uh, you, it, that certainly could happen it, like you said I think he's been he's certainly been making the right noises in the off season in terms of in terms of the the the, the kind of what's coming out of out of training camp is that he is looking pretty sharp uh so he certainly seems to be putting himself in as, as good a po- good a position as possible to at least be be
1: sort of first backup somewhere uh yeah i'm I just i'm not sure where he'd go though we're just over a week away so from the start of the season and i i've just got a feeling that there are not enough quarterbacks need uh needing teams in the league and um, you've got training camp. People are not very happy. I just, I, I thought I'd take a swing. It's just over a week, but you know, you wanted me pressure. Why don't I push for that on your thing, and we'll see what comes of it. Hey, we'll see. We'll see.
0: It's a good. Uh, it's a good prediction. Just bold prediction, everybody. Round of applause. Cool. That
1: was quite good. You weren't ready for that, were you? <laughs> no, I wasn't, but I quite liked it. <laughs> Damn it, that means you're going to make me do it all season. It might be easier once there are games. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, Dan, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and I think everyone out there ought to know about your
0: podcast,
1: The Wrong Football on iTunes.
0: Right, I mentioned last week that uh, my dad was out of action for a while, so we're going to be uh, doing trivia a little bit differently for now. Uh, G and I are going to set each other trivia questions. Uh, and we're going to see who can outsmart each other. So uh, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go first, G. Quiz me.
1: Okay. Here we go. Which special team? I'm uh, su- all of a
0: sudden very nervous.
1: <laughs> really? Okay, yeah, very. Let's, let, let's see how this goes. Which special team's role was Bill Belichick known for at high school and college?
0: Which special team's role? Um <laughs> I'm going to say. With Bill Belichick a long snapper. Bingo!
1: Got it in one! Well <laughs> done, sir.
0: Yes. That was a complete guess as well. That was just uh, that was just that was a, just the first thing that came to mind. But that's okay, because a... that's
1: that's not what I'm happy about is it may have been a complete guess, but it was clearly gettable. And that's sort of Everywhere, the area yeah. you want. What you don't is. want it's... is one of those shot in the dark.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: I have no um, idea, I'm just gonna say this.
0: <laughs> so that's a good point. Yeah, so I'm going to make mine. Uh, I'm going to make my multiple choice. Oh, okay. Um, so you've got a you've got a fifty fifty chance of getting this. Okay, and it's fine because it's it's about the Bengals, G. So you should Ooh, know this, shouldn't you? Uh, no pressure.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was exactly why I did it. Um, so the Cincinnati Bengals, they have been around for fifty two seasons now. How many times in those fifty two seasons have they made the playoffs?
1: Oh that's is it, mean.
0: <laughs> is it? Less than 15 or is it 15 or
1: more? That's really mean. <laughs> we've been to two Super Bowls, man. <laughs> mm. But we've not been to the playoffs a lot. You know what? I so it was not 15, wasn't it? Yeah, well, less than 15 or 15 and over. I think I'm going with less than fifteen.
0: Ooh, you're right. It was fourteen. <laughs> you've been to the you've been to the, to the to the playoffs fourteen times, my friend. Well done. <sighs> that's, that's 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 we've both got points there.
1: Yes, I know. That, I don't know if they're counting yet. You know, we're not in the yeah, regular but that, season, that, but you know, that,
0: that barely happens when we're when we're when we're both answering the qu- same question. Let alone, when we're both getting different ones.
1: clearly uh, we shall have to work harder in our trivia (laughs) minds
0: exactly so we're, this weekend it's uh, it's Podmania uh, being ho- uh, hosted by Jack and the rest of the uh, Kickers Matter podcast uh, which is well worth a listen by the way especially for those of you who are uh, into fantasy football um, it's an all day podcast-a-thon being held on Saturday uh, the 5th from uh, noon till 10pm and it's in aid of mind and cancer research uh, and Jack's going to be joined by uh, a host of, of people from other, pag- po- uh, other podcasts uh, throughout the day including uh, ourselves at 7.30pm uh, we're going to uh, be doing a trivia quiz as part of that as well. So, uh, so as well as, as as making sure you join us for it. Uh, if you've got any uh, trivia questions that you uh, want us to, to to put for want to put forward, uh, drop us a line on Twitter either at cwf dan or at wrong football. And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be uh, releasing a little bit nearer the time how to uh, to listen to it because at, the, 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 at this moment I'm not quite sure if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, drop us a line and uh, we'll get your question in front of the uh, the kickers, matter guys. Before we yeah uh, before we move on though, G, uh, one thing uh, that I have noticed you've uh, you've been active on the uh, on the blog this week. You've been making some uh, some well going back to the bold predictions you made earlier. You've been making some uh, some predictions for uh, how the uh, the AFC and NFC East are going to go.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as predictions. for I did say <laughs> I suppose I, I I was a bit more guarded. But I know who I expect to be competing for the divisions and who I you know maybe just looking for some progress. I've not written anybody off completely yet. Um, because I haven't got the right divisions but there's been a little bit of that and obviously I also did a piece last week in reaction to all that was going on and that actually delayed these previews because I I'd made a start last week and obviously with the news coming out and the Bucks, Bucks um, boycotting I, I, I wrote about basically that and my head wasn't in ready for football for several days And but I, I've made a start yes. now and I'm hoping to get through all the divisions by next Thursday so um one at the back end of week which I have started so I've started on the AFC North, got the NFC North to do and I'll go through the rest and by the time I'm done we'll be ready for the first game of the season which feels weirdly weirdly close and far away because of this pre-season. I, I am completely out yeah. of kilter. I don't know how you're finding it. Yeah, exactly
0: the same. Exactly the same. It's very odd to think that the season starts next Thursday. Very strange. And You've uh, you've jinxed the Dolphins as well by saying you think we're going to have a decent season so uh, thanks very much for I, that. I,
1: I said progress. I did say progress. <laughs> But I genuinely think, I, I really rate Flores. I, I really, really yeah. do. So, um, it, it you know, we shall see how it comes together. But, yeah, I would expect you to compete and win more games.
0: We certainly shall. It's, uh, yeah, thewrongfootball.com for uh, for more from G. Well, that's it for this episode. We'll be uh, back again next week. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you have, uh, please be sure to give us a rating, a review, and subscribe to us through whatever medium you procure your podcasts so that you don't miss out on anything else. Uh, each and every week as the season starts uh, I mentioned before that we're uh, now on pl- platforms such as uh, Spotify Google Podcasts and Breaker so uh, yeah, we need to start building up some, some of our ratings on there so if you are listening to us through any of those please do uh, do uh, leave us a little rating on there um, if you've got something to say or you want to get in touch it's at TWFDan to get hold of me on Twitter and G is at WrongFootball uh, we'll be on Podomania at 7.30pm uh, on Saturday evening so uh, join us then if you can keep an eye on uh, on Twitter for uh, the, how, the the ways to, uh, to join us uh, but in the meantime keep your eyes peeled on the wrongfootball.com for more from G and I and we'll see you again soon
1: see you soon